Hey, I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Welcome to episode 30 of Word in Motion. Hey, I'm fighting a bit of a cold today, so bear with me. I have a question as we kind of pick it back up in Acts 14. What stops you from sharing Jesus? What are you afraid of? Speaking for myself, many times it's embarrassment, sometimes fear of rejection. This is the same reason guys struggle to talk to girls. There's a foundational fear, like a natural deep down crawling butterflies fear of being turned down. Maybe it's guilt. You know, if they knew what my sins were, if they knew my mistakes, they'd never let me talk about right and wrong. They'd never let me talk about Jesus. I'm such a hypocrite. And those are valid fears. They're natural, normal, even understandable. At the same time, they're also unacceptable. Scripture is full of examples of God calling us to act directly against our instinct. Those fears don't get you off the hook. Jesus said if someone slaps your cheek, turn to him the other. He said love your enemies and pray for them. Scripture says to be selfless and humble, which goes directly against our selfish, prideful instincts. Ephesians 4 says be angry and do not sin. Uh, That definitely 100% is counter-instinct, at least for me. Let's see what stops or doesn't stop Paul in Acts 14, picking up in verse 19. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing he was dead. But when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and entered the city, and on the next day he went on with Barnabas to Derbe, And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, saying that through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church, with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Now when it says they stoned him, it means... They literally gathered around and threw stones at him until they thought he was dead. And what was his reaction? Verse 20, he rose up and entered the city. and He went on to Derby and he kept preaching the gospel. And he went back to those places and encouraged the church. How is that possible after what he endured? It's the most important thing. It's ultimately about your priorities, what you deem is important. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. Those words, first importance. The stakes are literally eternal and infinite. What people do to you, up to and including literal murder, has limits. All those things have expiration dates. What you do with Jesus and what others do with Jesus is literally forever. So this is the most important thing. So what does that mean for today? What do we do with all that knowledge today? I challenge you to overcome one fear. 
one thing that stops you from sharing Jesus. Maybe it's rejection. Usually with strangers, that's the biggest thing because they normally won't physically hurt you, so that's not a fear. And you don't know them, so the embarrassment aspect is limited. They don't know your life and mistakes, so guilt isn't as big a thing. It's the fear of being rejected. So if fear of rejection is stopping you, intentionally plan ahead to talk to someone today who might reject you. And again, you don't have to launch into a big gospel presentation. You don't have to stand on a corner on a box and preach the gospel. I think the easiest way to start is to ask someone how you can pray for them. And you're done. And if they give you something to pray for, write it down. I encourage you to at least offer to pray for them right then. But even if that's not doable or that's too much for one day, even if you just ask how you can pray for them, you overcame a huge hurdle, a huge fear. And that's awesome. And it took you 20 seconds. And if they reject you, they don't want you to pray for them, so be it. You walk away knowing you still put God in someone's mind. And if it's fear of guilt, if that's stopping you, let me encourage you to revisit 1 John 1 that says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Scripture says, Confess sin is removed as far as the east is from the west. So if Satan is using your guilt and your shame and your past sin to stop you from talking about Jesus, go back into Scripture. Look at what it says about God's forgiveness. And then again, intentionally plan for a moment of your day to overcome that fear, to talk to somebody. And whether they accept it or reject it, you've put God in their mind today. And that's a win. That's worth celebrating. That's overcoming obstacles. That's Paul walking back into a city where he was stoned to keep talking about Jesus. And you know what? That matters after the rejection, after the embarrassment, after the guilt, um, literally a million years from now, that will matter. Let me pray for you today. God, give us courage to overcome our fears. God, I thank you for your promise to be with us. I thank you for your promise to forgive our sins, to cleanse us of unrighteousness. Thank you for your promise never to leave us or forsake us, that even if the world rejects us, God, you will never. Lord, thank you for all that we know about you. Help us to trust you today. Give us the courage to overcome our fears. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.